Kia ora and welcome to the Have to Travel Show. I am your host Helen Brahms from Cruise Planners and I am super excited today because today we are going to be talking cruising and, in, and we are definitely going to be talking about one particular cruise line. We're going to be talking about Holland America because they have a gorgeous, gorgeous brand new ship that's out and we're going to get to hear about that today. So my guest today is Jackie Day from Holland America who is going to be telling us about some of the new stuff that's happening with Holland America and then we're going to dive into this brand new ship which is stunning, simply stunning. So Jackie, thank you so much for being on the show today and welcome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, our pleasure completely. So Holland America is a is an amazing cruise line that has some beautiful ships. So what is new that's with Holland America that's coming up with Holland America that's just come out, about to come out? Give us the new stuff. <laughs> I will, I will. Thanks for asking. Yeah, we have a really um we have a really exciting story to tell right now at Holland America. Our company has really evolved over the years. We've been around, as you well know, a long, long time, 140 mm-hmm. years, and we have a large fleet of, of you know, mid-sized ships in the premium market, and so we fit definitely a special niche in the cruise market. And I think sometimes you know, that, that can be a great thing. We have a lot of past passengers that really love our cruises and our ships and what we have to offer. But we also have, um, you know, the, the downside of that is that sometimes people think, oh, Holland America, it's old people, it's old ships, Ugh, you know, nothing new there. And I, nothing could be further from the truth. We have done um, a lot in the last couple of years as far as uh, taking our fleet and really making sure it's, it's super consistent so that what our passengers like about our ship, we're trying to make sure that that's the same on every single ship, even though they're not all identical. But we want consistency as far as the quality on board, as far as the food and the incredible dining and the entertainment and mm-hmm. the suites, and um, as a means to that end, we have invested or committed to investing, I should say, $300 million on board our entire fleet in the next two years. We started this last year, so we're halfway through the process, and um, it's, it's the biggest place where our passengers are going to see that on board is in our suites. We are basically redoing every single suite on all of our vessels. And, oh, nice. Um, yeah, there's 40 million of that 300 million is just for the suites. And so it's going to be completely all new furniture, all new um, you know, tile, carpet, uh, marble in the bathrooms. I mean, everything, all the textiles, everything is going to be completely redone. And on the ships that it's already been done on and it is completed, it is absolutely beautiful. And we're, we're just, we're really excited about the feedback that we're getting from our passengers is great. But another big uh, part of that is, and the suites are great as well, but another big part of that is the onboard programming, which is everything from entertainment to activities and things of that nature. And we have a lot of new, exciting things going on there. So even if you're, you know, you've sailed on Hall America, you know, two years ago, four years ago, five years ago, and you liked it, you think, oh, I've done that, come back because there's a lot of new, exciting things going on board. The newest thing that we just announced this in September, and we've gotten great reviews, is America's Test Kitchen. Are you familiar with that TV show by any chance? Yes. I yes. have. I've, I've caught it a couple of times. Yes. Well, it's it's a very, very popular television show, but it's one of these cooking shows. And um, we, Hall America, has had a culinary arts center on board all of our ships uh, for many, many years. We started a partnership years ago, I want to say about 20 years ago, with Food & Wine Magazine. And we still have mm-hmm. that. We have a great relationship with them, but we're expanding it. Because what we found is that when we first started our you know, culinary arts centers and our cooking classes on board, it was a novelty. And now, as you're probably well aware, many, many cruise lines do that. So we wanted to say, yep. hmm, okay, how can we kind of take this back and make it more special and a little bit more enticing and a little bit of a richer program? So we looked around, and our company did a lot of research, and they found that the demographics for the, the people who watch this America's Test Kitchen and the people who purchase their cookbooks, because they have a wonderful collection of cookbooks, um, really fit nicely with the same kind of similar demographic as typical Hall in America passengers. So they thought this is a no-brainer. And we approached them, and they were very excited about it. So in September, we rolled out our new partnership with them, and um, the first ship that they implemented it on is the Westerdam, and I was lucky enough to be on the ship for their first demonstration, and uh, it was wonderful. It's going to be a really, really neat program. It's a cooking class, and they're going to be offering cooking classes on every single one of our ships, and then they also are going to be offering um, 
how can I put it? No, I used the wrong term. I apologize. I should have said um, they're doing cooking demonstrations. And then on top of that, they're also going to have workshops. Now, the demonstrations are complimentary to all of our passengers. And there's going to be all sorts of different topics. Some will be about desserts and some will be like how to bake and making bread or soups or whatever. So all sorts of different categories. And then they're also going to have workshops. Now, the workshops are not complimentary. You have to sign up. There is a small fee. The only reason why we have to do it that way is because there's just not enough room. Because to get in there and yep. get your hands dirty, we, you know, we have to limit it so that people don't pay for something that they don't get, or people, you know, are in the back of the room saying this isn't set up <laughs> totally right. You know? understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we felt that was the best way to set it up so people would have a chance and we can limit the number of people. And so far, it's been working out really, really great. And it's funny when I was at the the demonstration, I met. Um, he was a member of the press, and he was a big fan of America's Chef Kitchen. And you'll appreciate this because I know you are very um, computer savvy and you, you know everything uh-huh. about the latest apps and the latest this. And he came up to me and said, oh, Jackie, you're not going to believe it. I have the America's Test Kitchen app. And I said, oh, what's that for? I have, I have an app. And he, There's an app. I know. Can you believe it? So what he said he uses it for, he said, you know, I can look up a recipe on this in a matter of minutes. But he goes, what I really use it for is when I'm grocery shopping and I know I'm going to make a dish and I, maybe I didn't write down the ingredients ahead of time or I want to find just the perfect olive oil for that dish. I can go to my America's Test Kitchen app and say, you know, hunt for what they have deemed as the best brand if I can find it. And he said it's a huge, huge um, help to him. And I thought, oh, isn't that neat? So I probably went on too long just talking about America's Test Kitchen. But it's really <laughs> neat, and we're really excited about it. And it's a great program, and it's kind of um, it's kind of eye-opening, like, oh, that we're partnering with new new businesses and new new partners to try to you know expand everything that we offer on board. And that's just. That's just one example. As far as the nighttime entertainment, we have BB King's All Stars, which we've had for many years on the Eurodam and the New Amsterdam. But we're expanding mm-hmm. that fleet wide because they're wonderful. And this is fun dance music. They call it BB um, King's Blues, but I don't yep. think of it as blues because I think of blues as like you know I lost my job and my dog ran away and sad things. <laughs> but this is fun music. It's dance music. If you want to, <laughs> you know, if you want to stay up and dance till midnight every night, you can absolutely do it and you'll have a ball. Um, we also have the Dueling Piano Bars, which is called Billboard on Board, and we started that with the Koenigsam, which I'll get to eventually, but um, it's yep. been so popular, we're rolling that out fleet-wide, too. It's, a, it's like Dueling Pianos, where um, they take requests, and they play fun dance music, and there's sing-along sorts of things, so it's more casual, but definitely very um, very uh, immersive. People get in there, and they get involved, and you can't help but sing along and have a good time. And then you know, on the other side of entertainment, we have Lincoln Center Stage. So we have this wonderful program, and we have Lincoln Center actually procuring the the the, um, the musicians oh, that we have on board awesome. for the classical music. And they're incredible. So you can imagine working with Lincoln Center, they're getting top-notch musicians from all around the world. And so at different you know nights, at different times, they're going to have you know the, the, the cellist doing a solo or a pianist, and they might have a trio or a quartet. And it's all different kinds of beautiful, beautiful classical music. So as far as entertainment, we really... Select chamber music. Exactly. That was the word I was looking for. That's exactly it. So it's really, you know, we really do try to have a little bit of something for everyone. So, you know, I talk to a lot of different, you know, travel partners and consumers, and sometimes they'll say, oh, you know, Holland America, there's nothing going on, and you're going to be sound asleep at 8. And I say, you know what, maybe years ago it was like that, because I have heard those stories too. But, um, (laughs) you know, and if if you want to be in bed at 8, you certainly can be. But if you want to stay up and find something fun, there's a lot of stuff going on that can interest a lot of different kinds of people. Yeah, abs. I mean, Holland America, when I first started um, traveling in that, was known as the Blue Rinse Ship. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I believe that it. Was, yeah. Yeah, that, and, um, and I heard all sorts of stories about it, and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law loved selling Holland America. And I said, what do you like so much about it? He said, he said well, it's good because they've got, um, oh, he says, everybody on board the ship's older than them. And, they get to, and he says, we get to sit every night with the old people and hear their traveling stories, which is awesome. <laughs> you know, it's, and it's true. Our, our passengers are incredibly well-traveled. And, and the, you know, there are a lot that have great stories and great feedback. But, you know, the, the, and, and there's still a lot changing. of those people on board. 
But, yeah, we're evolving. We're growing. And we'd like to – well, we still want – we don't want to turn away those people. We're trying to open up our horizons and, and, and kind of, you know, let other people know, you might want to give us a try. There's more here than, than what meets the eye or what, what you may yeah. have heard from, you know, just a few years ago. But, and, and, you know, I've only been involved with travel since 2000 – well, with um, selling cruises since 2008. But in that time, you guys have evolved so much that – it's no longer just the older generation that's going on Holland America. You're now getting some of the younger generation going on there. You're getting couples going on there. You're getting families starting to go on there too. So Absolutely. it's great to see yeah. um, people evolving. And when I have done um, ship inspections on the Holland America cruise, I was um, pleasantly surprised at the number of younger couples that were on there with their families. And, yes. um, and I love the Hell Club um, oh, yeah, that you guys have. Yep, that's yep. Clubhouse for Kids. It's a great program, and I, you know, I was amazed. I've worked for Holland America now for a little over two years, and my first sailing with Holland America was sailing in Alaska, and it was in um, early August. So, it, you know, depending what part of the country you're from, a lot of the kids were still out of school. I was amazed at the number of families with really young children, mm-hmm. and they were having a ball. Of course, I was very interested to get their feedback and if they liked it. And overwhelmingly, people were having a ball. Um, Alaska is extremely family-friendly, and it's great because there's a lot of activities. So it's really great for kids. It keeps them busy. It's very interesting. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of, you know, educational opportunities there. So, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been, you know, interesting for me, too. I, I've worked for other cruise lines, and I worked as a travel agent for years. So I've been in the industry for 25 years, and, you know, I'm I'm kind of right there with you, Helen. I had heard the stories mm-hmm. too. So getting to sail, it was really interesting for me to see, like, oh yeah, okay. So there are some old people, and then there's some families, and there's some single people. So there really is a little bit of everything. Now, what one of the neat things about Holland America, and it's definitely a separator, something that puts us in a, in a, um, a unique spot, is that we have some really incredible long cruises. I mean, I'm talking mm-hmm. 60, 70, even 100-day cruises. And those You've are grand voyages cruises. and exotic uh-huh. voyages, and they're really incredible itineraries, calling on ports of, of call that I can't even pronounce the names of, really, all around the globe. And it's really exciting. Now, when you get on an itinerary like that, it is going to be older people because that's, that's frankly, the only people at the time. Yeah, it's, those, if it's those free timers. I, I don't call them retirees because you're coming from New Zealand, very agricultural so to retire something, to retire the stock, is to put it out in pasture, and basically they stay there till they die. But mm-hmm. the older generation these days are a lot more active. Um, Absolutely. And they, they're yeah. not sitting around. They're getting out there. I mean, my parents are in their 70s, and they are way more active than I am. And yeah, it's scary yeah. at times. <laughs> they come home, oh, we biked, we biked X number of kilometers today. We walked X number of kilometers. And I'm like, oh, jeepers. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, but, it's great. And I now call them free timers because they have the freedom of time to do what they want to do, go where they want to do, and just have a and live life. So I, call I them love free it. I'm, I'm writing that down. I'm going to steal that term because I think that's perfect. Free timers. Yeah. That's a perfect term. It's a perfect way to describe a lot of our passengers. They, you know, they're not mm-hmm. they're not ill. They're not you know nope. sedentary. They they're. They they have some time and they want to see the world and you know cruising is a great way to do it. You can be in a different country or a different city at least you know, every single day for several different months. And so you know yep. when you get on those longer you know cruises, it, it is an older clientele, but you know the the feedback is great and people absolutely love them. And it's really neat. We have our grand voyages that we do every year, and there's a core group of people who pretty much annually they try to go every year on a, on a nice long extended cruise, and, and they've made good friends with people. So it's like their annual trip they do it once a year and they spend some time with their dear old friends and that's great too and you know on the flip side and and, while that's all great on the the flip side on the seven to 14 day sailings that we have all over Mm -hmm. the the globe as well it's it's our the average ages come down dramatically because we do have so much more entertainment than i think people knew that we had years ago and we also have a great kids program so we really have a little bit of something for everyone and having 15 ships and we cover all seven, you know, continents. We have cruises from seven days to a hundred days, and you know, all sorts of different itineraries. We're we're really lucky because we can be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Absolutely. And going back to your thing about the um, the core group that travels every year on the long voyage, on the grand voyages and stuff. We yes. were sitting in an IHOP one day, and there was a, an elderly gentleman sitting there, and he had on a Holland America polo shirt. And he was just sitting oh. there dining by himself, but we were in IHOP there, and 
you know how they have um, some of the tables down one side of the room are very close together. You've just got enough room to squeeze in to get into the booth piece behind it. So there's those long yeah. benches. So he's sitting at the table next to him, and I notice this Holland around. I says, "Oh, do you cruise on Holland America?" He says, "Oh yeah." He says, "I was go." He says, um, "My wife and I we go every year on their on their grand voyage." Wonderful. So we got talking about some of his travel stories and stuff, and and he says, "Oh yeah." He said, "We're getting." In fact, this was in um, this was December last year. And he said, "We're getting ready to leave in January on the next one." And oh, that's, like, that's great. awesome. And I said, how many years have you been doing the Grand Voyage? And he turns around and says, oh, this will be like our 10th or 11th one. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Isn't that great? I was just oh. like, speechless. <laughs> that is but fantastic. They do it every year. They get on Holland America, do the Grand Voyage every year, and they've been doing it for 10 to 11 years. Oh, that is, that's wonderful. And that's, you know... That's a great success story right there, and it just shows that, you know, mm-hmm. if they didn't love it and enjoy the people they were with and the whole onboard experience, they wouldn't do it over and over and over again. So that, that's a great endorsement right there. Yeah, and he didn't mention that they go with a group of people. He just said, his wife and I. Yes. So yep. whether they go with the, whether they're the same people on the, on the ship with them each time or not, I don't know. But yeah, there's probably, there's probably year. somewhat, you know, because we do have a lot of repeat on there. So it's probably, you know, some people that they've seen on different cruises in years past that I'm sure they, they get yep. to know. Because when you do sail for, you know, that those long, you know, cruises, you, you get to know people more than if Absolutely. you're on a seven-day cruise. Absolutely. I mean, you're stuck on a ship with, um, with you know, however many people the ship holds for 100 days. You're going to get to know a few people on there. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And what's really nice, too, is the attention and the uh, the service that you get from the staff because they really get to know you. It, you know, after oh, yeah. when, you're, when you're cruising with them, you know, they know exactly how many olives you want in that martini or exactly how you like your coffee, <laughs> and they'll remember it. And it's so you really almost feel like you're, you're on like a private yacht and traveling with family that's taking good care of you. So it's like the, the host um, – the, the onboard hosts and staff and crew really, you know, go above and beyond, really get to know you and your likes and your dislikes, and they, they make sure they really cater to what you what you like best. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the staff that I have met when I've done the ship tours and stuff, because I will admit I have, I have yet to sail on Holland America. It's on one of my oh, we got to get you on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was hoping to do it this year. It didn't work out, so maybe next year. Um but the staff that I have met when we've been doing the ship tours are just so gracious and so willing to help, even though they knew that we were travel professionals, we were only there for the tour, we were only on the ship for a couple of hours just to have mm-hmm. a look around. But they were just so polite and willing to point you in the right direction so, and just so helpful. And I was I, like, that's... wow, if that's them doing a travel professional who's only on the ship for a couple of hours, I can only imagine what the service would be like for a guest who I have sailing on the ship who's going to be on there for a week, 14, 20 days, whatever, the service that they're going to get. I mean, that to me was just sort of like, that just blew me away. Well, thank you, and thank you for sharing that that firsthand story. I I feel that way every time I sail in Holland America. The service is really above and beyond. It's really incredible. And I met with one of our hotel directors on board and – um, on the New Amsterdam. This is the last time mm-hmm. I sailed. It was in June. I actually did, did a, um, a seven-day Alaska cruise, and I was on escorting a group, and I met with the hotel director, and he he had a great take on it. He said, um, I said, you know, you, you know, we've heard great feedback about the the customer service, and I said, how do you how do you do that? How do you make sure that everyone, you know, on the staff and the crew mm-hmm. is really gung ho and happy and and really giving their best every single day? And he said, you know what? He said, I, I've been doing this for many many years, and what Holland America does is unlike anybody else. Is we we take care of our employees so that. It's it, they're happy, they're well taken care of, mm-hmm. they love their jobs, and so for them taking good care of the clients, it's a natural extension of that. He said we don't have to have classes and weeks and days of training on how to give good service. We don't need to do that because we just know that if we take good care of our employees and treat them well and give them every you know opportunity for growth and, and for advancement in our company, they're going to be happy. And that and them them being kind and generous and thoughtful and really going above and beyond is just it's going to come natural to them. And I really think they have the right attitude i think that that, that's how Mm -hmm. i've seen it work on board and i thought that was really interesting the way he put it like there's not hours of training on it it's a natural result of the way they're treated and so we have employees on board our ships from all over the world but we have 
especially a lot from the Philippines and from Indonesia. And what we've done is we've um, we've set up, you know, we have special chefs um, just for our crew. And so we give them a wide variety of foods that are more um, natural to them, to their, their homelands. And so that's like a little, it's a little thing that we can do that makes them really happy. It makes them feel at home on our ship so that they don't feel like they're, um, compromising anything. So we do little things like that. We have some, you know, behind the scenes, you know, games and activities and all sorts of teams and different things that they can do. So the camaraderie and, and the, the spirit of family really comes through. And I think our guests feel that. And that's why they can see the difference. You know, and they feel the difference between Hall in America and other either, you know, hotels or other cruise lines. And um, I think it's something that really sets us apart. And I'm really proud of it. It's, it's nice to see and I'm, I'm lucky to be a part of it. That's one of those um, things where um, the standard is set at the top yes. and it filters down to everybody else. And when I was working for Marriott International, they have the same philosophy, take care of the associates and they will take care of the guests. Yes. yes. And it's just such a simple philosophy that um, a lot of companies don't take advantage of. So I am ha so happy to hear that Holland America do that, that they take care of their crew, so the crew will then take care of the guests. Yeah, because um, when absolutely. the crew when the crew's happy, you know, it's almost like the same thing. You know, when the wife's happy, when mum's happy, everybody's happy. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the same thing. Keep the keep the the crew and the associates happy. They'll keep everybody else happy. Right, um, right. It's true. It's just that natural extension. Okay, so now we are going to start talking about your brand new ship. She looks oh, gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I have been sitting here um, the last. Since we set up this, this um, appointment, I've been um, going on to the website that you have, that Holland America has just for the ship, and I've been looking at the photographs, I've been watching the videos, and I have just blown away by how gorgeous this brand new ship is, and the Connings Dam is just, it's just an incredible ship. Well, and you know, thank you. Very proud of her. <laughs> we we're really proud. We're really excited. We have had over fifteen hundred trade articles written about her from all sorts of different travel professionals and travel writers, and um, you know, the feedback has just been overwhelmingly positive. It's a really beautiful ship. I think they've done a great job of taking what people love about Holland America and keeping that and then just improving upon it. So it's not like it's a completely new, totally crazy, different, off-the-beaten-path design from our old ships. It's actually very similar, but the enhancements are, are, you know, are what really set it apart and make it special. Now, there's so, so many things to the, start. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you go ahead. So, look, so looking at the conning stand, what is new on the ship that is not yet available on any other ship in the Holland America fleet? So we'll okay, start well, there and then we'll go to what the enhancements are on what they have across the fleet. Yes, well, um, there's a few Brand different new. things. As far as staterooms, we have, of course, we have you know beautiful interior staterooms. We have ocean view. We have veranda staterooms, and then we have suites. We have um, two new types of staterooms that I think are important to, to to mention because they're unique and they're very unique within the whole travel industry. First, we have solo staterooms that are specifically oh. designed for and priced for single travelers. Now, there are a couple of other cruise lines that have tried this as well. I think we're the only ones, I may be wrong, but I think we're the only ones that ours are ocean view. So they have a nice big picture window. I can tell you I was lucky enough to sail on the Koningsdam when it first came out from Venice to Rome in, mm -hmm. in April, and it is an absolutely gorgeous ship. And I, when I say I tried to cover every single inch of that, that ship, I really did. I got to go inside one of the solo staterooms, and I thought it was remarkable. It's a beautiful stateroom. It's, um, it's large. Uh, it's almost as large as it was a standard ocean view that would fit two people, but it's specifically, like I said, designed for a single passenger. Uh, the layout is very nice. It's spacious. It's very well appointed. And uh, the pricing on it is very reasonable. It's, it's not quite as low as what the lowest ocean view per person would be if you based it on double occupancy, mm -hmm. but it's still, it still makes it much more affordable if you have a single passenger that wants their own stateroom. The, um, oh, so that's awesome. the good news. I'll be really frank. The only slight disappointment I have with them is there's only 12. So they're hard. To, you know, there's no. a lot of demand for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was the first time we tried it, so they wanted to kind of test the waters and see how popular they would be. Well, so they are so popular. Have to book in well in advance. 
Exactly. That's my point. Is that if you if you're interested in that, or you know, if it's something that you you want to look into, give yourself plenty of time because they will sell out. Like I don't think we have any available now through um, like next summer. So wow. give yourself plenty of time. I'd say try to book a year in advance to get the one that you want. But but having said that, that's the only drawback because once you get there, you're going to love it. You're going to get a good price and you're going to get a beautiful stateroom. Now the other kind of stateroom that's brand new is we have a family, um, a fa- ocean view family stateroom that accommodates up to five people. And when you, for anyone who travels with a family, if your family, if you're a family of four, you're pretty much all set, whether it's a hotel or a cruise ship. Families mm-hmm. of five, it can be a little trickier. There's some cruise ships where you absolutely have to get two staterooms, or you may have to move up into a suite that's much, much more expensive, and so that may, may, might make it, um, you know, impossible or much harder at least for you to do. With these, um, they're more you know economy-based staterooms. They're ocean view staterooms. They sleep five, so there's the two lower beds that convert to a queen for you know in theory the mom and dad. It doesn't really matter, but that's how I think they pictured it. And then there's one upper bunk and then two lowers. So it, it would be good for a family of five with two adults and three kids. It has two bathrooms, one full bath and one half bath. So for nice. you know, for families where we want to be family friendly. I have two kids, and I know the thought of having two bathrooms in my cruise ship stateroom sounds wonderful. Just a little bit less messy, a little bit, you know, you know, divide and conquer. The kids can have this one, mom and dad can have that one. So it's really neat. The, I will be honest, though, that the size of the stateroom, it's not that much larger than the regular um, Ocean View stateroom. So if you, like, you couldn't try to put five adults in there, and if you did, you'd, you'd kill me because you'd say this is not, this is too tight. But if, for a family with, like, three little ones, it's perfect. And makes it very affordable. That's what I think is the best-selling feature of it. So that's just a couple new features as far as the staterooms. That it's very unique for Holland America. And I think, I mean, you would know better than me, Hal, but I think industry-wide, that's kind of unique. Yeah, they definitely. And I love the fact that there is one and a half baths in there. Yeah, um, that's a huge the fact selling that you feature. You have that. That is a big feature. Um, I have been on cruise ships with more than you know one person more than two people in the cabin and if you don't have that second bath or in this case a half bath it yes. is just sort of like yeah trying to get it's, ready tri- tripping over people i've been on other cruise lines where we've had two people in the cabin and we're tripping over each other um i have been on some cruise lines where um in fact i'm going to tell this on the disney where they do the split bathroom that yes, was yeah i mean that split bathroom that they have was unbelievable. We had I was traveling with another travel professional, and that worked perfectly for us because one of us could be having a shower in one of them, the other one and the other one will be there in the other bathroom doing their hair. Perfect. Um, and right, so you you were able to cut down on that prep time, and so having that feature on a Holland America ship, awesome, absolutely it, yeah. love it. Yeah, I I think it'll be great, and I, and the feedback on those has been really positive so far too. I've heard more feedback on the solo staterooms because I think it's a little bit there's more demand for that. But um, yep. you know, so far people they you know they they like that too. So we're we're I I think it just it's another example of the company trying to evolve and be a little bit more forward thinking mm-hmm. and trying new things. And I don't think that yep. people always think, oh gee, you know, Holland America, they're real, um, you know. They're, they're wild and crazy trying all sorts of new stuff. So I want to make sure you know we are. We really are in our own little way trying, you know, some new different things. And, um, you know, moving on as far as other things that are new on the Koenig Sam, there's a lot of the onboard programming, which is completely unique and brand new. One of the biggest ones is we have a, a new venue called Blend, and that's completely unique to Koenig Sam. It's the only ship that we have this on. And what it is, it's a, it's a wine bar, but it's more than just a wine bar. It's a place where passengers can go and they can create their own bottle of wine. And it's kind of like you buy a ticket and you go and it's a wine tasting and there's several different types of wines and you blend to create your own blend. You can bring the bottle with you either to dinner or back to your stateroom and, you know, they cork it for you and you can do your own label and everything. It's really neat. Yeah, this is in partnership with Chateau St. Michel, which is a winery based in Woodenville, Washington, which is very close to our company's headquarters in Seattle, Washington. And uh, it's it's been a, it's been a great partnership for them. They they've been a you know they're a very well known brand you know in in the states and and uh, it's, they're a good a good quality brand of wine that's not too outrageously expensive. So we've worked with them for years and we have many of their wines on on all of our sailings. But this is the first time we've partnered with them to have a special venue that was all about wine. 
And uh, people really, really like it. And you can go and have different types of wine tastings in that room and um, do all sorts of neat things. But it's been really popular. People love it. And, again, this is something that um, in time I would not be surprised if it rolls out to other ships on the fleet, but we'll, ha- we'll have to wait and see. Because it, it is its own separate room, so that means it's a little bit yep. more than just, you know, saying, oh, tonight we're going to have blend in this room. They, they would want to make it a very consistent feature on every single ship. But so far, the feedback on that is great. Um, one of the other things that we have is our world stage. And, of course, all the ships have a big main showroom, and we use these for all sorts of different things. They're big production numbers and sometimes just for bingo or that sometimes the, the crew and the staff will put on their own show, which is always very entertaining, <laughs> but um, as you can imagine, right? I've been on, I've been on some ships when the crew, where the crew have done their own show. Yes, yes and it's very, always very enlightening, yes. Um, but what's neat about the, the stage, in particular on the ship, the hardware of it, is that the, the stage itself has this really um, high-tech LED screen that surrounds the whole stage. So it's almost it's not a complete 360 degree circle but i think it's like 270 degrees so it goes almost completely around the entire room and around the entire audience and that led screen becomes part of like the set if you will and they can make it do all sorts of really neat unique interesting things and it's almost like a theater in the round um if there's some great pictures of it on our website if you go to Mm hallinamerica.com and look at koningstam but some of the shows that we've been able to do are really different and really creative and you know so many cruise lines you know claim they're the best shows at sea and certainly every cruise line you know it's it's kind of neat because everyone's trying to outdo each other so it means that they're all coming out with really innovative (laughs) and neat different things so i think that what we've cool done is something is get to get to benefit from it <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly so um yeah it's it's like you know if you're gonna have a show in vegas you you can't be outdone by everybody else on the strip you got to bring your a game right yep. so um what we've done is not only are there great musical numbers where these fancy screens are really um you know they're showing movies and, and backdrops that are become the set of the show if you will but we also have a new partnership with uh bbc earth which um, has you know programming it's it, they they have a frozen planet show and series that's been very very popular and they've won awards for it and things like that so not only do we have like the big musicals and the shows of singing and dancing that are really neat but we have a whole BBC Earth show now that we're doing and you're getting to see their beautiful footage and set to orchestrated music from Lincoln Center so we're kind of combining and taking the best of all of our different types of entertainment to create one of a kind shows that, that you're not going to see anywhere else that are just really different and unique so that's something that's really special too and i think it's one of those things that you know as as time goes on when we need to update or change shows we'll have this this great tool and this great you know technology to really change with the times and to, to continue to to try new things and try different things so we're really excited about that oh, i love that the fact that um that sitting there watching the show you can feel like you're in the show and be part of the show I love that feeling when I go to watch, because um, I love live theater. So when I go yes. to watch live theater, instead of just watching on the show, to actually feel like you're part of it. Absolutely. Um, like there was one time I was in Sydney, and I, went, I flew from New Zealand across to Sydney one time just for the weekend to go see Phantom of the Opera. And they oh. had it in this oh theater. But part of the agreement at the time was that if you were hosting um, Phantom of the Opera, the theater had to be decorated in the style of the musical, of the era of the musical. So when you go in, there's these gorgeous, great big gold gilded frames with pictures from the show in there. But the thing that got me is that in the middle of the show, um, and those that have seen Phantom know this portion where they tell you to lock the doors, and all of a sudden you're hearing from behind you the doors being slammed and locked, and you're thinking, oh, crap, I'm locked in here with this guy. <laughs> but you felt like you were in the actual theater, and you'd just been shut in there with this crazy guy. Who's oh my gosh, I love it! No, but that's wonderful. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it has so this whole other dimension. Feeling okay, I'm in this. That feeling, the yes. fact that you guys can create that for those going to the shows is amazing. I can't wait to to get on the ship and and, and experience it. Oh yeah, I love feeling like I'm part of it. 
Yes. Oh, then you. This will be right up your alley. It's really different. It's really unique, and and I I just can't say enough about it. I loved it. And part of our partnership with Billboard on Board, which has the dueling pianos, is mm-hmm. it gives us rights to different music that that Billboard has paid for. I, I don't even know the right terms, but the publishing terms or whatever. So we can use you know in our top forty like Billboard on Board musical show, we're like you know playing you know music that is you know popular and that people love. We have a great like a range of Beatles numbers in our on our shows and mm-hmm. I know that sometimes getting the rights to use the Beatles music is tricky or really expensive. So it's you know, it's everything from, you know, the Frozen Planet, which is all about the earth and this beautiful chamber music and then to something completely different. You see, you know, a Beatles show and then and, and you know the next act they're doing Whitney Houston covers and and it's incredible. It's really, really neat and they have this beautiful footage in the background from different, you know, billboard uh, awards shows and they weave that in and out of a of a new really contemporary dance piece so yeah it's it's really neat it's really different and and the the variety of shows that we can do in that room are just unbelievable really neat and on the flip side if you have a large group that's sailing with us and they want to use that for a meeting room as long as it's during the day when passengers probably wouldn't be in there anyway that's fine too and uh it's it's a beautiful meeting room and we you know we do a lot of groups on board holland america because our ships are a really nice size they're big but they're not too big we have, you know, ample space for private meetings or private parties or private dinners. So that's a nice feature, too. And the Koningsdam is, is a very group-friendly ship. Excellent. Because I do a lot of group travel, so um, that's good. Right. I remember you telling me that, yeah. Yep. And then people are going to want to know, if I'm, on, if I'm on the Koningsdam, how many other people are going to be on there with me? 2,500 people. That's it? That's it, right? That, and for us, that's our wow. largest ship by far. That's our largest ship by far, and um, that's the largest we're going. We, like I said, we're in that premium mid-sized ship market, and that's our little niche. We don't have any desire to come out with these these ships that hold five and six thousand passengers. It wouldn't be a good fit for our clientele. And you know, the other cruise lines that are doing it, that's their market, and they're doing a great job at mm-hmm. it. So we don't want to, you know, compete with that. The other thing that I think is unique about Holland America is that our ships are still very much, um, and our whole cruise line philosophy is very destination driven. So on other ships where they, you'll find that they'll find a spot on the bow of the ship to add a bar or add a, a mini golf course or a rope course or whatever, you're not going to see that on Holland America. And it's not that those things are all, you know, aren't great and fun and can be a great a great addition to your vacation. But for us, our ships are still, even as modern and as beautiful and new as the Koningsdam is, it's still a classic cruising ship with tons and tons of deck space, ample room in the, the front bow of the ship. So if you're sailing out of Venice and you want to stand on that bow, there's plenty of room for everybody on the ship to be there with you, sipping a glass of champagne as you sail. There's not um, you know, storage in the front of the ship. There's not, you know, there, there's ample space to walk around, a beautiful big wide decks, beautiful lounge chairs all around the ships. We want people to still really feel like cruising is still cruising on a classic on a classic cruise vessel. And um, our, our ships are not attraction-based. While everything on them is beautiful and we have a lot of activities, a lot of entertainment, very comfortable ships, we want our passengers to still feel like they're on a beautiful classic ship. And that's that's really what Holland America is all about. And the other thing I like too is that your staterooms are slightly larger than some of the other cruise lines out there too. So they yes, get the extra space in their stateroom um, and there's plenty of storage in there too. Absolutely. We have tons of storage, big closets, ample space. Um, yeah, and, and in general in the premium market, I, I, we, we've been – our, the reviews say that we have, on average, much larger staterooms, and I've certainly felt that from my own travels. The suites especially are enormous, and we have a wide variety of, of, of different kinds of suites and sizes of suites and different price points. And so it's nice because with Holland America, the jump up from, a, from, from an ocean view to a veranda to a suite, it's not, um, it's not ludicrous jumps. We're talking about for just a little bit more, you can move up to a veranda, or even just a little bit more from that, you can do a suite, and you know the nice thing is that once you once you try a suite or at least a veranda, it's very you don't go down because you you get you enjoy it. <laughs> it's a nice, you know what I mean? It's it's really nice. So, um, you know, it's it's up to you and your budget, and, and that's what working with a, a really good travel professional gets you is the right advice on where do I spend my money and how do I do it. But if you can do it, I I you know I don't know anyone who's disappointed when they sail in the suites. They come back happy. 
Yeah, I would attest to that. My very first, my very first cruise I ever did. Now I started selling cruise in August of '08. My very first cruise was September of '09, and I went straight into a balcony room, mm-hmm. and I um, thought this is great. I have travelled mainly in balconies. I have done a seven night cruise in an inside cabin, and I will never do it again. Um, yeah. But that's me personally. I like my fresh air. Yeah. Um, and I've also travelled in, in suites, and yeah, there's just. This is something about having that extra space. It, it really is <laughs> worth it. It really is worth it. And when you look at, you know, the cruising is such a good value. It's, it's you know, so inclusive and, and almost everything is, is covered. And so, you know, when you look at the price, sometimes it can be a, a big pill to swallow. But when you look at the value and everything that you're getting for that, it's mm-hmm. not just three meals a day. It's it's probably three of the best meals you'll have in your life a day. And uh, you know, staggering amounts of entertainment and, and activities and classes. You know, in addition to our um, our culinary classes with the, the New America's Test Kitchen program, we have all sorts of different kinds of things going on board. We have um, Microsoft. We have a great partnership with Microsoft. So we have computer classes on board and, and uh, you know, Microsoft Office and Windows and um, all sorts of different things. And we also have, you know, good old-fashioned card, card games. And we have... Um, what do you call them, uh, family game nights or things like that, or um, oh, family awesome. feud. or They have all sorts of, you know, fun things. We have comedians. So, the, you know, what you get on board is, you know, it's such a wide variety that there's, there's almost always truly something for everyone. And on the flip side, if you just want to go and relax and, and chill out and not think about anything and not feel like you have to do anything, you can do that too. Absolutely. Okay, so now we're going back to the Conning Dam again. What else is new on there that's not available on any other ship in Holland America so far? Well, the only <laughs> other couple little items, yeah, so far, I like that. The only other couple <laughs> items that are really unique and special are um, the Grand Dutch Cafe. Now, we have all sorts of little cafes on all of our ships, but this one they really went above and beyond with. And so not only can you get every sort of fancy coffee drink and cappuccino and latte and all that good stuff, they have an incredible pastry bar. And that's all, you know, complimentary, of course. The, um, but they've really expanded that and made it about three times the size. And it's, it's a huge uh, cafe. And what's nice is that we have Internet access there, so sometimes you'll see people go there with either their laptops or their iPads or whatever, and they can get on the Internet from there, and they just sit there with their coffee in the morning doing their computer stuff if they want. And that's been very, very, very popular. And we also have a really nice optional restaurant. We have specialty restaurants on all of our ships, and we have uh, Pinnacle Grill is the one that we're most known for. That's our fine French restaurant. We have that on every single ship. Um, we also have the Canaletto, which is a more casual Italian restaurant. We have Tamarind, which is our Pan-Asian restaurant. But the one that is unique to only Koningsham is called Cell de Mer. So I, I believe that's from the sea, if I'm doing my French um, transla- translation properly. Well, it is and it's, it's a restaurant, correct? Exactly. It's a seafood brasserie. You go in and there's a beautiful big like buffet. It's like a buffet station that's full of ice and they have all the fresh seafood on ice displayed beautifully, but it's not cooked. So you can look at the menu, go over and you can look at the fish and see what looks good to you. And you can pick out which one you want them to prepare for you. And then they go back and they prepare it. It's um, the, the pricing is different. It's the first time we've done an a la carte menu. And I'll be honest with you, it's a little bit on the higher end, but this is a really formal, high-end seafood restaurant. It's something very special, very unique. It's something we're giving a try because, like I said, we don't have this on any other ship. Yep. So far, it's been great. I um, I didn't eat in there only because the, the wait list was so long, and I'm not a big seafood person myself. So I said, you know what? I, I was with a group, and I said, why don't you all go? I'll go up to the pizzeria because that's my favorite thing, and I was very happy. I love the pizzeria. <laughs> Whereas I love my date. seafood. What did I say? I'm a cheap date. <laughs> But um, but for my friends and colleagues that were able to eat in there, they said it was just outstanding. It was it's a perfect type of a restaurant for a special occasion, whether it's an anniversary or maybe a big birthday or something like that. And um, it, so it's a really special, unique, high end restaurant. And the the feedback from the critics and the passengers, everyone has been really really positive so that's something that's new too and you know aside from that pretty much everything else we have on board are the things that we have to some degree on the other ships we have the um, you know lincoln center stage which i already talked about and bb kings Mm -hmm. and billboard on board we have a beautiful lido market now we of course have the lido market that's like the the buffet area on all of our ships but they really expanded the lido market on this ship and what i like about it is they made it look a little bit more elegant and feel more much more like a a real restaurant it's 
it does not feel like a cafeteria. And I've been on sh some ships that do feel like that in their Lido area. And they've really expanded the menu options. You can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the Lido. And every night the dinner options change, and there's a good variety of foods too. So, um, and, and you know, just the little niceties like cloth napkins, flowers on every table. It, you know, it's an upscale experience. Mm -hmm. There's no big trays like you're in a cafeteria. You get whatever food you want. You bring it back to your table. There are waiters there to get you either coffee or tea or water. If you need bar service, the bar waiters come around. So it's really nice and really expanded and upgraded and, and that's part of an overall um, plan to really upgrade the Lido markets on all of our ships and like I said with that big big refurbishment we're doing fleet-wide that's one of the big areas too we're going to really make sure all of our our Lido areas have the, the wonderful food variety as well as all the nice amenities to make it feel like a nice upscale restaurant oh nice I saw the pictures of it and it just looked absolutely gorgeous in there and I thought oh, and I, was, I was trying to figure out I was like is that their buffet? And I had to go and read the description to find out, yeah, it is the buffet. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I know. It's it's almost hard to tell. It's wonderful. And I have to tell you, when I sailed on the Coney's Dam, it's funny, My where my room was, I was one deck down from that area. And I happened to be on the end of the ship where the dessert, <laughs> the dessert station was. <laughs> they would bake their fresh peanut butter cookies. And I'm telling you, I could smell oh, no. the peanut butter. And it was only one flight up. It was way too dangerous. I'd say, oh, I can just walk upstairs and get, get a cookie. So, of course, I'd get up there. I'd say, oh, it's not that big. Why don't I get two? And then two turned into four. <laughs> you can see my vices, pizza and cookies. But um, it, it was really it was it's really wonderful and there's a little bit of something for everyone and the nights that i did have dinner there i found the food and the service to be you know just as good as in any of the main restaurants really so um you know they do a great job for to have a lot of different options they have you know asian foods they have noodles and sushi and different things like that they had some indian foods on different days so they try to spice it up and offer something you know one or two really kind of unique and off the beaten path things every day but of course you can always get the base for breakfast, you can always get a custom-made omelet, and they have pancakes and French toast and all those good things. They have um, for lunch, you can get sandwiches or pizza or pasta. So all the basics and the staples that people like, they have that. But they do just try to mix it up and add some, like I said, some different things too. So there's, you know, absolutely something for everyone. And what's interesting too is that. Um, our, our passengers are, are very international. So I, I've had people say to me, you know, um, they like sailing with us because they can be assured to get the kind of food they like. If they, you know, if they if they're from another part of the world and they like a certain type of food, they've they've seen and had, you know, their their kind of food that they like from their homeland on board our ships. So that's a nice selling feature too. Now, one of the things that I noticed when I was looking through the photographs for the um, Collins Dam and through the, the deck plans and that was the Culinary Arts Center now looks more like a restaurant. So not only can you do the cooking demonstrations there, but they've now turned it with, um, and I think I read it right, that they're now doing sort of like a farm-to-table thing yes, in there now you know what, for the evening. And, and thank you for reminding me. Yes, that is the one ship that the Culinary Arts Center is its own separate venue and it is it they do their cooking classes and demonstrations there during the day and then at night it does turn into a restaurant i apologize thank you for catching me on that Helen. That's, yes that's at, okay at night yeah at night it does turn into a farm to table restaurant and they have the um the herb gardens like that are the towers and they grow the fresh herbs right there in the dining room in that restaurant and that's what's used on your on your you know the food that you eat uh in mm -hmm. for for dinner that night but yes and that's been really really popular too it's it's very trendy right now this farm to table movement so we wanted to jump in on, on that too and what's nice is that the cooking um, the cooking classes in the stage area is twice as big as what we have on the other ships. So there's ample, ample room to have more of them and to fit more people in when we're doing the cooking demonstrations and workshops. Yeah, the one, the the thing that I liked was that um, the entry into there, like you said, they've got the towers right there by the yes. by the doors there. So you're actually walking past all those fresh herbs and stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just yeah, just oh, it, 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 <laughs> I love fresh fresh, it, fresh food. Oh, it's it's visually stunning. It looks beautiful, and the smell—you wouldn't believe the smell in that restaurant. It's divine. It's just—it—it it, it smells wonderful. It's not overpowering, but it just smells so clean and fresh. And everything you're eating in that room is just—it's really, really fresh. That is—that's just awesome, and I love that that freshness because when I was growing in, um, up in New Zealand, my parents had a, had a vegetable garden, so we were always doing that farm-to-table 
cooking all the time because my parents, my mom would send me out there and go, you know, go grab, grab some tomatoes from the garden or go grab oh. some lettuce or whatever. So we'd go out there. And us kids would be out playing in the backyard because basically the rule was if it's not raining, you're outside. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love unless that. Unless it was the summertime and it was raining, you put your bathing suit on and go outside. <laughs> but basically the rule it. was if it's not raining, you're outside. So we're outside playing. You get hungry for a snack. Well, you don't go inside. You just go to the garden and, you know, break off a stalk of celery, pull up a carrot, pull up a radish, pick a tomato, wash it, out of the gar- wash it under the garden hose and eat yep. it and carry on playing. And if you were thirsty, you just pick up the garden hose and drink out of it. I mean, I love it. No, I love it. I, so I, I think... love that concept of taking stuff from the garden and putting it on the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. And, you know, going back to Cell de Mer, the seafood restaurant, what's mm-hmm. neat is that it's, it's kind of the same version, but on the fish side of it, is that when they're stopping all these exotic ports of call, they're, getting, they're going to the markets and they're getting fresh fish that was caught that day. And so that's why the menu is always changing based on what's fresh and what part of the world the ship is in. So it's another aspect of that real, truly fresh food um, that we have in, in the, the seafood restaurant as well, too. But, yeah, it's, it's really nice and it's really really fine dining at its best now let's go to the the dining room the main dining area of the restaurant where i'm sorry of the restaurant of the ship um Mm -hmm. where people go and they have um dinner in the evenings and this is one where they've got the appoint either the early dining or the late dining or the um as you as you wish dining now this room is very um it looks amazing inside the decor is just absolutely stunning and the way that they've done it there's something about how the design was done. There's some story behind the design, and I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, well, I mean, I know that it was designed by our designer is Adam D. Tihani, and he's done several different um, hotels and cruise ships, and he's he's a really he's a neat guy. He's I would say the biggest thing about it is that it's meant to look. Everything on board the ship is meant to have the feel of like a like a like be inspired by a musical Music. instrument. Yeah. So there's a music inspiration to it. And so there's all these like circular white columns that kind of frame the outside of the dining room to make it feel like, I don't know if you were in a cello or something like that, but that's the feel of it. And it's 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 much brighter than our other ships. Our other ships t- tend to have a lot more uh, very classic, but, but kind of darker woods and things like that. This dining room is very bright, um, beautiful white and gold and, and beautiful chandeliers. And it's, it's just a little bit more modern and more contemporary than what we're used to in Holland America. But, um, yeah, it's a beautiful it's room. Stunning. And the, the food service in there is really, really wonderful. We're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And like you said, we do have the, the option. Our, our passengers can either go with a traditional early dining um, seat assignment or a late dining or if they want to do as-you-wish dining, that means they can go any time they want, any day they want. So if they want to go 6 o'clock one night for a party of two, they can. If the next night they want to come at 8.30 with a party of eight, let's say they make friends during the day and they decide to all have dinner together, they can do that too. Um, and it's just really personal preference. We know that a lot of our, our passengers and maybe some of the repeat Holland America passengers, they like knowing that they have late dining for two or that they have early dining and they you know they're going to sit at the same rest at the same table every night and have the same waiter and it's really a personal preference thing some people love that and they find great comfort in that other people say oh I don't want to be pinned down I want to do whatever I want and this is a great way that's worked out really well for us to just accommodate everyone's wishes and make you know give the people what they want yeah I wanted to mention the dining room because because like you see it is so different from the traditional Holland America dining rooms Yes, um, very, very much. Much more bright and contemporary. Yeah, I was looking at it and going, wow, they have really made it very contemporary, very modern. And yep. with the white and the gold, it is just, it's a stunning room. And the um, inside of a violin is what I was trying to think of earlier. Yes, it's, um, that's, I, I know. I said cello, but you're right. I think that's what it is, yeah. yes. I knew it was I knew it was some stringed instrument, and I couldn't remember. And I was thinking, was it a violin, a cello? And you mentioned cello, and I go, yeah, that's probably right. Um, but then for <laughs> no, some reason, violin, violin popped into my head. <laughs> yes, but yes. it is just um, it's just stunningly gorgeous. And the I mean, you've got the 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 reds that are there in the chandeliers too, just to give that little splash of color to go with the gold. But you've got the gorgeous whites, and I love the carpet in that in that room too, with the oh, browns it, and the gold in it. It's just gorgeous. 
it it really is beautiful. And like you said, it's it's very unique to the other Holland America line vessels. So that's something that's kind mm-hmm. of special too. But what's nice is the consistency that our dining, you know, it's it, all of our main dining rooms are two levels. So the way we do it is one level is for early and late dining and the other level is open seating. So, it, you know, yeah. it, it makes it clear and easy if we have, you know, passengers who like to sail with us and they want to make sure, you know, that it's going to be the same system. It, the setup is basically the same, but what's new and exciting is the design and the look and the fact that it's so bright mm-hmm. and much more contemporary, but still very classic, still very elegant. Um, you know, there's nothing trendy about a Holland America ship, and even with all these new features, it's still a very classic and very elegant uh, really really timeless beautiful ship and so even though it just came out it could have come out 20 years ago or it would fit in if it you know came out 10 years from now in the future that's the kind of unique ship it is it's it's timeless truly truly timeless and and it's going to appeal to a lot of different types of people absolutely and i mean i was going through some of the pictures of the staterooms earlier some of the public space areas and like you said it has that timeless classic beauty to it i mean you you can look at it and you can see it as a contemporary place but at the same time, it's that timeless elegance that it has. Yes. And it is yes. absolutely gorgeous. Um, yes. You can, oh, you and can you know what? Some areas will probably say, like, most with technology, you're, 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 you're 270, mate, um, the world stage. Some people might say, oh, yeah, but they need to update this. And I'm sort of like, no, it still has that classic look to it. I mean, even the crow yes. looks just amazing. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. That's, that's my favorite place. I love... Um, on the ship, I love going to the lounges that they have up high, where you get those phenomenal views out over the ship and out over the oceans. That's, oh, if yeah. You want, if you want to find me before dinner in the evening, that is where you'll find, if a ship has a something like the crow's nest, that's yes. where you will find me having my pre-dinner drinks. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, and I I love that area. And you're right. On this ship, the crow's nest is one of the most unique for all for our ships as well. It's much more contemporary. It's beautiful, and the views are just staggering. Especially, yeah. you know, if you're sailing somewhere and it's it, you know as the sun is setting, and if you can get yourself up there, the views are are just breathtaking. It's a really neat room to be in. And um, you know we have we have music, live music up in the crow's nest as well too, dancing at different times too. So that's a really nice feature. One other thing about the Koningsdam that I forgot to mention too is that we also have another unique venue called Notes. It's our whiskey bar, and um, it's stocked with whiskeys from all over the the world and all different types of blends and all different you know all different price points, all different types. And what they do is there's someone there who works, he's a server, and he can help you um, taste different, um, how can I put it, different um, spices just to help you find the special kind of whiskey that would be a perfect fit for you. Now, I'm not a whiskey drinker, so it's not my thing, but the people who um, I know who like whiskey, they really enjoyed it. And it's a whole process. You go and he has you try a few different spices and say, do you like this more than this or less than this? And then he'll make a couple of recommendations for you. And there, there's, you know, so many brands on there that I'd never even heard of, bottles I'd never seen. It's just a fun and unique thing to do. And again, that's completely unique to Koningsdam. That is awesome because the other day I was recording a show on um, on Scotland, just a destination in Scotland, and we were talking about whiskey and how um, about the distilling about the distilling process, about how um, the whiskies in Scotland are distilled twice and the whiskies in Ireland are distilled three times. And oh, okay. um, yeah, I didn't. This is stuff that I that I just learned I'm using my new knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, and I know there's like very distinct differences between what what country and how they process it and how they create exactly. it, and how they add different flavors. Right? No, it's very interesting. It's a whole science. And, it's, and so we learned that the Scottish whiskey has a very earth, to, a very earthy tones to it because they use peat on the fires, so you get that oh. earthy tone coming okay. in and for those that don't know peat it's an organic material that's packed really hard and they use it a lot in fires and it's very it's highly flammable so you can use it um as log instead of logs of wood you can you'd use peat okay yeah heat and all that but they use the peat in the distilleries to um for, as part of the process and it gives the whiskey it's very earthy tones and flavors and also like right. wow this is like this whole of a world out there, and it's like when you think about the different grapes for for wineries, how the different grapes have the different flavors to them, but based on the areas that they're growing, they can have a slight variation in the flavor because of the soil and how this and what what makes up the soil. The same things with whiskey. How do they right. distill it? How many times do they they distill it to get right. that flavor and 
Yeah, no, exactly, and it's, it's it's very popular. People are people are interested, and if they have, you know, if they're more of a whiskey drinker than a wine drinker, they would find just as much interest in that as as other people who are more into wine. So it's like it, it's very interesting, and there's a lot of science to it. So it's um it's really neat, and 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 it's always very educational to me, where I don't know much mm-hmm. about any of that stuff, but I always like when I do these wine tastings on board the ships, I always think, oh yeah, that is a little bit of you know, I can taste that now that he's when they point it out, you're like, oh yeah, I get it now. <laughs> See, I I don't drink at all, but I find I find the the art of being able to taste a wine, and um, you do the you can tell the legs in a wine get determined yes. how much sugars in the wine, and so I've learned all of those things that you can look for, but I don't do the I don't do the tastings because I just don't drink. I mean, you know, after a while I, t- I start tasting the alcohol rather than the flavors that are in there. So yes. to me, a yes. glass of wine's wasted on me, and. And I'm not a whiskey drinker, but the the process of it just fascinates me. Yeah. And um, so if you've got a couple who one's a wine drinker, one's a whiskey drinker, one goes to blends, the other goes to notes, they're happy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's that's what we're finding. It's been it's been oh, really popular. It's unique. It's different, and people are you know our passengers are getting a kick out of it. So it's been a great success. This this ship just you know to to kind of wrap up you know it's taken the best of what we have that works and even and added some really different unique things to it too so we're we're really excited about it and I you know I hope that that you know your your listeners will be interested in, in giving us a shot and trying the Coning Sam and um, and if not the Coning Sam if that's not the right fit for them one of our other ships because you know it's it's um, we offer a great product and we we travel almost everywhere around the world and you know we'd love to have your listeners sail on Holland America. Oh, I'm, I've just come up with a new theme cruise, so the listeners are going to have to stay tuned to hear what that one's going to be. Um, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, Jackie, I would like to say thank you very much for coming on the show today and talking about what's new with Holland America and especially talking about the Dam. It's an absolutely gorgeous ship, um, and I've just loved looking at all the pictures, so I can't wait to get on her and actually experience her. So I'm definitely going to have to set that up and... With my new theme cruise, we will definitely be able to do that. Um, so I'm going to go after this and get the book, the group booked. But if you would like to know more about Holland America and sailing on one of their beautiful ships, then please just go to connectwithhelen.com and set up a time for us to get on the phone and have a chat. We will also Skype if you don't want to get on the phone, so we can do that too. Um, and we'll be able to talk about the different options available with Holland America. So Jackie, thank you again for taking time out of your day to be on the show. We truly appreciate it. Oh, my gosh, you're welcome, and thank you. As you can see, I, I love talking travel as much as you do, and I think we could have gone on for another three hours very easily, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, again, if you, if you want to know more about Holland America, just go to connectwithhelen.com and set up a time for us to get together and have a chat. So, until next time, hei konera.